Welcome to the Not All Better Show. I'm Paul Vogelsang, and this is episode number 393. Hey, everybody, I'm back from AARP's annual 2019 business pitch competition. <laughs> I attended the It's Never Too Late Startup Business Pitch Competition at AARP's Innovation Labs in Washington, D.C. just recently. And of course, we all know AARP. They are the nation's largest nonprofit, nonpartisan organization dedicated to empowering people over 50 to choose how they live as they age. The pitch event is sponsored by AARP Innovation Labs, which engages with startups to transform markets and change lives. This event features the leading edge startups from across the country, and the startups pitch their ideas that will shape the future of how we all age regarding health and wealth and self-driven solutions. The AARP Innovation Labs are committed to engaging the best and the brightest startups to identify challenges and solve big issues that impact us all as we age. Of course, the innovation part of the name Innovation Labs has a long history at AARP. AARP was built on innovation and has always worked toward developing solutions that create opportunity and solve problems for people 55 plus in age. That means us, the Not Old Better Show audience. This, though, is part of the DNA at AARP. Additionally, AARP has long recognized the longevity economy, the economic opportunity that America's older population represents, and AARP has actively encouraged product developers and marketers to respond to this longevity economy with solutions focused on the interests and needs of the people in the 55-plus age community. While at the event, I spoke to all the participants, including the AARP SVP of the Innovation Labs, Andy Miller, who says this 2019 AARP Innovation Labs Grand Pitch Finale is the culmination of several events across the country where some of the best and the brightest startups have been identified. Again, Andy Miller is the Senior Vice President of Innovation and Product Development at AARP. The finalists were chosen from events held earlier this year in Berkeley, California, Boston, Las Vegas, Nashville, and New Orleans. So over the course of the next several shows, you will hear great interviews from all the participants, including AARP's Andy Miller, who we're going to be talking to in the upcoming weeks. And today's show features my interview with winner of the Grand Pitch Competition, Fernando Albertorio, who is the co-founder of Sunu creator of the Sanu wristband that users wear and uses sonar to help people who are blind or with low vision navigate their surroundings. Sanu co-founder Fernando Albertorio explained to me that the Sanu wristband could be used along with a cane or a guide dog to help people with impaired vision feel more comfortable in new surroundings. So please join me in welcoming to the Not Old Better Show, Fernando Albertorio. I'm here at the AARP event with... Uh, my name is Fernando Victoria. I'm the co-founder of Sunu. 
Sanu. And uh, are you based here in uh, the U.S.? Is we, we are based in Boston, Massachusetts, okay. and also in Guadalajara, Mexico. Oh, okay, good. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So tell us, it's got a really interesting name, Sanu. So tell us a little bit about where that name comes from and what it, what it means to you, what it means in the company. Yeah, it's, it's a very interesting uh, history about that name. It's actually, it's a Mayan word, okay. uh, and it means uh, hummingbird. Um, the hummingbird is the most versatile bird in nature. It can hover. It can go in any direction. And that's exactly what we want to empower uh, with our products, with our services and technologies. As soon as we create products that empower mobility and navigation for those who are partially sighted, uh-huh. uh, low vision, or, uh, or blind. Uh-huh. So, I, as I mentioned to you, I had had a chance to look at the, the website and mm-hmm. check it out a little bit. Thank you. And it is a, oh, well, yeah, of course, it's an impressive uh, website. It, tell us a little bit about the actual product itself. Is it a, is it a smartwatch? Is it sure. incorporated into it? It's a band then? Yeah, so it's a smart band. Okay. Uh, I'd like to get a couple pictures of it if I could. Please, absolutely. Uh, it's a smart band, and it's using um, sonar or echolocation. Okay. to detect everything in the environment. And then through haptic vibration feedback, okay. it enhances the awareness and perception of the individual because you receive vibration pulses on your wrist that tell you how close or far away you are to anything that could be an obstacle in the environment. Right. Uh, it intends to augment that awareness so that you can safely navigate your surroundings, avoid things like tree branches, signposts, other people, tables, every common obstacle that you could find in a space that could be, you know, uh, a hazard or an accident for your upper body, um, the Sinu band enables you to detect those and safely navigate around them. And it then enhances independence. So I, I personally wear a, a smartwatch mm-hmm. and, and I I actually, I really like the haptic settings because it gives me feedback. It tells me, Correct. is the business model, does it contemplate moving into kind of a smartwatch application or would this be a standalone product always? Or- how, how do you how do you factor in the smartwatch population? That's a great question. And so our technology is flexible enough to be used out of the box. Very simple interface, two buttons and a touchpad. Uh-huh. And so for those users who are, you know, they just want to focus on that one core uh, feature of the mobility, uh, they can use it as simple as they can. Or for those of us who like the tech and want to get into the smartwatch features, yeah. the Cineband is, is, is a smartwatch. Okay. It connects to a mobile app. Um, on either iOS or Android, which allows me to receive updates to the device. It allows me to customize how the sonar sensor works. And this is an app that's currently available? It's currently available for iOS and Android. So there's a lot that um, the app can do around customization, and as well as it opens up a whole new uh, possibilities around navigation. I'll show you in just a second. I'm going to activate the navigation app. Okay. Navigation. Okay. And then I can scan. Subway station. Oh. Bank. Okay. Cafe. And then I can point in the direction. And it tells me where things are. And it'll tell me if it's uh, to my right or to my left or if it's ahead of me. Because remember, people with low vision, I mean, I can't see across the street. And being low vision myself, uh, when I use the navigation features, I'm hearing by audio the same thing that's on Google Maps is just being presented in a different way, in a way that's more accessible. And so at the same time as we're hearing that, is it also giving you the haptic feedback at correct. the same time? Okay. Yeah, correct. So then I can hear where I am, I can know what street I'm crossing, uh-huh. and then bring my arm down, and then I can actually then detect obstacles and, and have a more safer mobility. 
I think this is fascinating technology. My mom is 90. She lives okay. on her own. But she's certainly, she's probably better sighted than most. However, mm -hmm. at night she has lost her vision quite a bit. So getting up at night is a problem. And she's, she's often a little fearful. Mm -hmm. So having something like this alongside her would overcome a lot of those concerns. That's right. The idea is to overcome the, those fears, that, that anxiety, uh, especially when people who are losing their sight. Um, the white cane you know, yes. is the standard in mobility. Uh, rehabilitation takes about three to five years um, to become independently proficient with the white cane. And if you're an adult over, the 50, over 55, losing your vision, you're dealing with a trauma sight loss, you know, you learn differently. We, 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 we definitely adapt differently to this. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was born, my doctor told my mom that I was going to become blind later in life. Okay. So this is a problem that I really care about. Yeah. Um, and so we wanted to make a solution that uh, complements the white cane uh -huh. and yet can work independently from it. Uh -huh. uh, so, yeah. And it seems, the other thing that seems interesting too, Fernando, is because many of my audience are, are grandparents, mm -hmm. the white cane is just yours. The app might be shared or the device might be Correct. usually, it would be at least detected by others around you so that they, if they didn't pay attention to the white cane, they might know that there is someone close by in the vicinity right. that isn't as fully sighted. That's right. And so with the white cane, you know, you, you've got great detection for the floor. It's uh -huh. like an extension of your hand, but that's absolutely right. You know, unless if you're using one, uh, either a smart cane that can tell you a little bit more about what's around you, with the potential of this type of technology, we're creating a platform product that could link up. Right now it works with Google, but it could also tell you if your mom is nearby or your, or your, your family members are nearby, or you, know, you can plan a route, always save your location. What we're creating with our new mobile app is going to be like a ways for the blind. Okay. You'll know like what intersections are accessible, what's not accessible. If there's construction on the sidewalk, we'll use social gathering data to report back to individuals who are sight impaired to know about the sidewalks that they're walking on, mm -hmm. as well as businesses. Yeah. It's about time that we start reviewing businesses in terms of how well and accessible they are. Mm -hmm. Are they guard dog friendly? Are they catering to blind and low vision folks with large print and barrel menus? Um, our app will soon have a lot of that information available for, for the consumer. The other thought that comes to mind as you're talking about the uh, the applicability, the wide applicability of the app, mm -hmm. is to use it in some manner of reporting so that as the son of a 90-year-old who lives in California, I might know from the app, perhaps, mm -hmm. about where my mom is and what she's doing. Is that is that a foreseen? That's definitely something that we're in, in our in our product roadmap. We are working already uh, in the iteration, uh, the next generation of our product, which will be much more intelligent, much more integrated, and it's exactly what you say. Imagine that you have a rehabilitation specialist working with your grandmother, uh, an OT, occupational therapist, or a vision rehab specialist, right? All those people are gathered around your loved one, providing services. We want to make an app that will, or app will then provide you the intelligence, what's happening, as well as enhance the care, the, the, the rehabilitation process. Yeah, it's, a, it's a great idea, really. It's a wonderful idea. Thank you. So congratulations for being here at the AARP event. Uh, tell us, Fernando, what will it mean to win the competition? Wow, that's a great question. Uh, what it means to win for us is that, you know, with Sunu, we're not just another technology company out here to make the next gadget for the elderly. We are a movement. 
we are a technology company that is applying the best in sensors and technology that is basically driving human senses, improving the abilities of people so they can become more independent. We're enhancing their abilities. We're just getting them out of the house, into their communities, whether it's going to Starbucks or the grocery stores or maybe going to work again. Um, our products will complement daily living and independence. That's great. So, Fernando, tell us again where we can find out more information about Sunu. Sure, you can find out more about Sunu on the web at www.sunu.com. Uh, yeah, we are available on the web, and also you can reach out to me directly. And how do we do that? Uh, so my email, direct email is fernando at sunu.com. We'll put up links to where you can find more information about Sunu and Fernando. But Fernando, thanks so much. Congratulations on your, all your efforts, and uh, we wish you the best. Thank you so much. Pleasure meeting you, Paul. Pleasure meeting you. Thanks for joining me for our recap of the recent AARP Innovation Labs It's Never Too Late Startup Business Pitch Competition Pitch Event. Stay tuned for the rest of our series, during which we interview each of the participants, including event organizer and SVP of AARP's Innovation Labs, Andy Miller. Check each one out. These are some cool new startups focused on aging. Thanks, everybody. And remember, let's talk about better, the Not Old Better Show.